Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in color, welcome to the picture of show. I'm Hannah. I'm a senior um, in college right now, graduating in May, and I'm majoring in communications. And my qualifications are very little. I took one <laughs> film class in my four years of college, and I have a mom who points out fun facts in every movie we've ever watched, um, and that's to the extent of my qualification of movies, but I love them anyways, so we're going to do this. <laughs> Alrighty then. So my name's Nicole, or Nico, whichever, who cares. Um, I've never taken a film class in my life. I did write one paper on a, on a movie. Uh, jury's out on that one, on whether or not it's good. <laughs> but uh, I watch a lot of reviewers on YouTube, so I know a lot of weird technical film terms, and I do love movies. Together we are two unprofessional, untrained, completely unlicensed movie lovers here to give you an opinion you've never asked for <laughs> on some movies we like, and on some movies we don't. So today's episode is going to be talking about award season, which is officially over. Golden Globes. I feel like the Golden Globes, I don't know if this is their thing in general, but I keep thinking of them as like the discount Oscars. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not quite as prestigious, but like if you win one, you're probably happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last one, we are going to be talking about. We are only talking about three award seasons. This is Spirit Awards, who are independent films. Um, they get the the joke that they're like completely worthless. So that's the Spirit Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Be fun to edit. Right. <laughs> I'm leaving that pause in. Perfect. And I'm going to leave in this part deliberating. Okay, great. Whether we should keep the pause. Yeah, in. I definitely think. <laughs> okay. Um, so we should start off on um, some movies that were not nominated, but I just enjoyed in general. Um, I did have to Google 2019 movies <laughs> to remind myself of what I've seen last year. Um, ooh, what movie it was nominated? For Spirit Award. I don't know if you saw Booksmart. I did not see Booksmart. I really enjoyed it. I thought that movie was just so good. It did win a award at the Spirit Awards. Yeah. It had one best... Um, feature. First feature? Best first feature. Yeah. Which is a really weird yeah. award to give out, but I feel like it's a good one. Like, yeah. It's good recognition because it's first and like, you know. Yeah. To, do, to have a first film and then have it be good enough to get nominated for an award, mm-hmm. that is something and uh, I call back to Mr. Ro- uh, Robert Eggers whose first film was The mm-hmm. Witch and there's a movie nobody seemed to care about even though it was like mm-hmm. you know a phenomenal kind of movie yeah uh, The Farewell I don't know if you've seen The Farewell mm-hmm. The Farewell also I think deserved a lot more way more than it got Miss Lulu Wang mm-hmm. uh, directed a movie in two languages that are completely opposite sides of the spectrum yeah and it can't, to, for it to come out as good as it did, mm-hmm. that's it, it's a weird little detail. But like Aquafina, in one of the one of the scenes in the movie, she is speaking Mandarin mm-hmm. and like forgets the word for illegal and mm-hmm. just says it in English. And like I'm bilingual, mm-hmm. I do that shit all the time where I'll like forget a word and just put it in there yeah. in English, and my mom will just get it. Like that's just a weird little thing to to write in there. So it mm-hmm. just you know it means that she didn't just get a translator or go on like Google Translate or whatever and mm-hmm. be like here's this scene in Mandarin like yeah actual thoughts of how someone who has uh, Mandarin as their second language mm-hmm. 
would speak it. It's just such a wonderful little, mm-hmm. not little, but like, yeah, like it's one of those that like you're like, oh, she cared about making it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who won Best Director at the Oscars? Best Director at the Oscars. Oh, it was it was Bon Bon Joon, right? Yeah, he won for Parasite. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> not at all, because he won four, and it was director, picture, sound, and screenplay, something like that. Best screen, best original screenplay, best original screenplay, and best like no. It was best director, best international film, best international, picture, and best original screenplay. Okay, which I thought was very much deserved. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do not have a problem. With, I had a problem with the Golden Globes. Yes. Um, where Quentin Tarantino won Best Director. I did not mm-hmm. see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I don't like Quentin Tarantino at all. Yeah. I, like you said, like watch movie reviews and read them, <laughs> and the reviews were not great. Um, it was like lightly based off of true facts, and it just wasn't completely true. And the way they yeah. made, like they portrayed people, it just wasn't my cup of tea so I, I did also veto that but I mean Brad Pitt won the best supporting actor for it for the Globes and the Oscars but I just I just didn't really I'm not feeling that no it's just that that movie I did not see I there was like a Twitter thread that I saw a while ago that was like the Oscars are kind of tailored to like male filmmaking yeah in that like I, they're not here for like little details like mm-hmm. Lulu Wang figuring out how a bilingual person speaks mm-hmm. or like that immersive film making that Greta Gerwig is like getting famous for it's like you have to recreate 1960s Hollywood you yeah. have to like make your actors freeze in like mm-hmm. the northern British waters or whatever you have yeah. to do it all in one take I don't know what their obsession is with filming <laughs> everything in one take and having that be like the thing mm-hmm. but like I don't know. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think if it's done right, it can be, like, really pretty mm-hmm. and, like, very interesting. But it doesn't have to be. Like, I mean, I know 1917, like, their whole, like, oh, directing feel God. of it I was supposed 1917. to be. <laughs> and I give it props. Like, I mean, there's some awesome shots. Like, the way yeah. he does, like, not cut. I mean, especially, like, the whole, the trailer, everyone's seen him running. Like, that, every, yeah. the rest of that scene was, like, one. And, I mean, it was beautiful. But, like, it, it wasn't, like... Oh my gosh, this is so new and like I've seen, I don't know. I just, I've seen someone do a scene like that, yeah, on, especially in war movies. Yeah, and even and I just think especially war movies, I just don't like them. But that's a whole new story. <laughs> that's um, another episode. I feel like why they overuse war, that. Yeah, that's another episode. By the way, why war movies are overrated and we should stop making them. We, we can compare every war movie made in the last ten years and tell you how they're mm-hmm. exactly they're same. always winning an award. Yeah, it always gets nominated for something. That's why I was so happy about Parasite winning. Was it was like. Next year, I promise you, I promise mm-hmm. we are going to get another movie like 1917. I already, I think I saw a trailer for it <laughs> while I was watching Parasite. It was Ugh. like a movie starring a white guy in World War II who doesn't like Nazis. Mm-hmm. I think he lives in Switzerland or something like that. <laughs> but it's like another World War II movie, and I've seen this narrative so many times. I'm mm-hmm. so sick of it. Yeah. But it's going to be a, a while mm-hmm. before we get another movie as innovative and as unique as Parasite. Right. So for that, that I think is what qualifies the best picture movie. Mm-hmm. Is like, how long until we see something like this ever again? How has this ever been done before? And then the, if the answer is no, that's your best picture. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I know with the Oscars, they like skip year because it was like Moonlight and like that was such a big deal. Yeah. And like it was amazing. And it was a really good movie too. 
but then it was but the fact that Moonlight won and then a Green Book and then everyone was like wait what and now yeah. it's Parasite <laughs> and then we just wait for next year it's gonna be something where everyone's just like wait no 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 next year they're gonna remake like Birth of a Nation <laughs> oh just, my god just think about it not like I don't the, want to not even like the remake they did where they tried to fix it I mean like a frame by frame remake of Birth of a Nation Mm-mm. KKK included. No, thank you. And then they have to do a whole Oscar campaign where they're like, you need to disconnect art from <laughs> artists, man. Who cares if the KKK made it? And it's going to be a huge fight. And maybe that'll be what starts the race war because I can feel it coming. That's it. That movie alone. <laughs> <a> remake. <laughs> Hollywood is mostly remakes now. Anyway, remakes, superhero movies, or sequels, they say. Yeah. If that's it, I Hollywood, I dare you. Mm-hmm. That's my challenge to you. Remake Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Make it. More racist if you have to. And then get it an Oscar. I know you can do it. I believe in you. I really wouldn't be surprised. We're calling it now. Um, what, February 2020 for the yeah. 21 Oscar? Birth of a Nation. Yeah, Birth of a Nation. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just go over the winners and then be like, you know. Yeah. Thoughts. We already talked about Best Picture. So mm-hmm. uh, 1917 won at the Golden Globes. And then... Uh, Justice was established <laughs> in the world because Parasite won at the Oscars and mm-hmm. Farewell won at the Spirit Awards. Best Actress. Um, <laughs> did anybody watch Judy? <laughs> <laughs> I watched the trailer for it, and even that, I was just like, this, this, like, it wasn't even a spark of interest or like a spark of like, oh, okay. It was nothing. I felt nothing. I didn't even. Like, I had never heard of this movie until she was winning every (laughs) single award possible that could be given to an actress. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I have no idea what this movie is about. I don't know who Judy is. Judy Garland. Judy Garland? She plays her. Judy Garland. Like, it's about the act. Dorothy? Yes. (laughs) They picked Renee Zellweger to play Judy Garland? Yes. And she won? That's not Judy Garland. Hashtag not my Judy. (laughs) <laughs> I do not think of that as Judy Garland. I don't know how how you can make a movie on Judy Garland and not cover the the part of her life where she was in The Wizard of Oz. Correct. I could be wrong. It could have been amazing. But I don't think it should have beat the people it beat. It beat. Yeah. Best uh, supporting actress, and we'll go actresses and then actors, Laura Dern also kind of killed it for mm-hmm. Marriage Story. And then, oh God, okay. Yeah. Zhao Shunzhan? Shunzhan? I can't speak Mandarin, I'm sorry, from the farewell. I mm-hmm. believe that is the grandmother character. I think so too. Who they call Nai Nai for the whole movie. Um, <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah, it's Nai Nai? Yeah. Hey, congratulations, Nai Nai. I believe Nai Nai should have been. I'm going to call her Nai Nai. Keep I, going with it, care. yeah. That, that's her, not her name. <laughs> yeah, that's Nai Nai. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. She was. She was she really was, good she in She was it. really good. I do think she should have won for both the Oscars and the Golden Globes. I don't was she believe, up? I don't think she was up. I don't think, I don't I think, think anything were, of the farewell was. They were all white women. Yes, again. correct. Because Scarlett Johansson also got nominated for Best Actress for uh-huh. Marriage Story. Marriage Story is another movie I have not seen, uh. but I think the guy who made it might be psychotic. <laughs> it's an interesting movie. Like, I understand the concept. It's like the whole love story but not because like they're gonna get divorced mm-hmm. um 
But, like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> like, I, I watched it with my mom, who's a divorced 50-year-old woman, Ooh. and me, who's a 22-year-old college student. So, like, two different perspectives. And we were both just, like... I mean, my mom said she enjoyed it, but it was just very, like, not mm-hmm. what we wanted to watch. Like, I don't go to a movie to be like, yes, let me watch the demise of, of this love. person's, yeah. like, marriage and how sad it is. Like, ah, I don't know. As far as I understand marriage story, it's that Adam Driver is, like, too hot and too fuckable to be in a good marriage. <laughs> Am I wrong? Or can I tell me that? No, that's, that's kind of the gist. I know there was one scene on Twitter that, like, everyone made fun the of fight. where he's, yeah, yeah they're fighting. And like, so, punches the wall. And yes. Then, yeah. And I know a lot, like, Twitter will take stuff out of context. And so I was, like, you know, watching it, I was excited to see, like, yeah, no, that's it. That was, that was it. Um, I was so confused. He's like, you shouldn't be mad I cheated. Like, you should be mad that I laughed with someone else. I was like, Are you kidding? Who wrote this script? Because I, maybe that's what got me. I think it was the script. Because, yeah. like, the acting, they did the best they could for this. And, like, the script was weird. Like, that's yeah. not... Like, no, I'm mad you, you, you fucked someone else. Like, I... <laughs> there was... I have only seen that scene that was flying around on Twitter for a mm-hmm. little bit, but I do specifically remember that Adam Driver tells Scarlett Johansson that he wishes every morning he wakes up and wishes that she was dead. Yes. If he could confirm that their son would be okay, I think they have a son in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, he would. He wishes she would die. Like hit by a bus or something? Or get sick. I don't... Nothing painful I would, yeah. I wish he would get hit by a bus or get sick and die. Yeah. And I was like, oh my. Yeah. Jesus. And then he like starts crying mm-hmm. and she has to comfort him after after he that. said that he wished she was dead. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I, it's no better in context. No. And I feel like that is the ultimate tell, like tell all mm-hmm. about the theme of that movie, which is that this guy went through a divorce that was rather rough and he learned absolutely nothing from it. Correct. Okay. So moving on to <laughs> actors. Um, I didn't expect Joker to win anything. I mean, being real, he wasn't up against many, like, ooh, I want him to win. Yeah. Out of all of them, I mean, his, um, I guess performance was the most out there. Mm. The, like, I guess, and I'm using air quotes, hardest to do. Um, I, 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 I watched the movie and I thought, you know, off the bat, Joaquin Phoenix is great. Mm-hmm. He does deserve some mm-hmm. sort of pat on the back for being able to pull this character off. Like, yeah. There's a lot of scenes where you just sort of feel for him because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, poor guy. So Brad Pitt won twice. Yes. And at the Spirit Awards, it went to Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse. Yes. I am here for Willem Dafoe winning. Um... And I don't care about any of these nominees except for Tom Hanks. I was about to say, I I thought Tom Hanks would win because mm-hmm. the Oscars loves to go from like biopics, like they love like hence Judy won. Yeah. Um, although no one has seen it, and nobody watched A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood either. Yeah. Right. But like, it was actually pretty good. Like he did a really good um, version of Mr. Rogers, and it's also Tom Hanks, and I'm probably biased because I love Tom Hanks. Everybody loves Tom Hanks, and I see him as my own father too. like I just I, I wanted him to win so badly and I thought he would but Brad, Brad Pitt that's also crazy to me that it's a movie about 
Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks plays Mr. Rogers, and he is supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess they wanted the lead actor to be the journalist interviewing him. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I have not. But it's it's like a journalist is kind of interviewing Mr. Rogers trying to get the scoop. Like, he can't be that nice of a guy. And then come find out, like, he is. And so I guess he was lead and Tom Hanks was supporting. But I just, I don't see that. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't at all. I don't get that. Also, Willem Dafoe did a phenomenal job in The Lighthouse. And I have nothing more to say other than just... <laughs> He did a really good job, and I'm disappointed Robert Pattinson didn't win mm-hmm. best lead uh, because he did do a really good job also, but I feel like a lot of that movie was just men, two men screaming at each other and trying not to laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to, I, I really don't want to sit here and be like, men screaming the movie was great. Yeah. But it was pretty good. <laughs> um, I did not see Uncut Gems. Did you see Uncut Gems? I did not see Uncut Gems. Luckily, I have a source who did see Uncut Gems. Ooh. Uh, see if my sister will pick up because my sister has seen Uncut Gems. Hello? So neither of us saw Uncut Gems. What did Uncut Gems win at the Spirit Awards? Was it Best Picture? Best, I think, director and actor? Best director and best actor. Yeah, best actor. Um, how good was Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems? Yeah, I think he was good. I think he was the best actor in the movie. He did a really fun accent. They also won for Best Director. I don't know if you know how the film was directed, but, like, do you agree that, like, it was snubbed by the Oscars? Because it didn't win? It didn't get any nominations from the Oscars or the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, that sucks. (laughs) I thought it got something. No, the, the Spirit Awards are the only ones that recognized it. Like Spirit Airlines? No. Spirit Awards? It's the Independent Film Awards. <laughs> they gave it. Adam Sandler got a nomination. He won Best Actor, and he won the movie's directors, the Safdie brothers. I assume they're brothers. They won Best Director at the Spirit Awards, but they didn't receive any nominations for the Oscars or the Golden Globes at all. Adam Sandler said he was snubbed. He said he was snubbed? Yes. That makes it harder to feel bad for him. Well, he was upset. He didn't say he was snubbed. He just said, no love for the Sandman at the Oscars. <laughs> he said that? He did on Twitter. And he said congratulations to Mama, who was um, Kathy Bates, because, because she got nominated. He didn't mean it. Did, he does, did you think he deserved it? Yeah, he was great. It is good. I like it. I think it should have won something for a director, best director. It did. Or something. <laughs> It did win Best Director. At the Oscars? No, at the Spirit Awards. Well, that doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I said the Oscars. I said one at the Oscars. It was really good. It's like it... The movie is almost, like, impossible to watch because it makes you so nervous. Oh, uh, when you watch it, it's, like, at all points, there's, like, in all scenes, there's, like, 15 conversations going on. And it's so hard to focus on, like, the main conversation they want you to focus on. And it makes your, like, head hurt. And it makes you so confused and nervous and, like, on edge. And it's the worst. You're... Why why are you out of breath? Because I'm walking up a hill. Oh. (laughs) But I mean, like, it was great, but, like, Parasite is about capitalism, right? Like, 1917 is about, uh... 
the when you know white people get into wars and like um I don't know what the other fucking movies were in there. It's probably about like something stupid. But I guess they all have like a point or something. You know, because kind of didn't really have a point. It was just like this guy is like kind of a jerk and he's just like addicted to gambling and that's really it. But it was filmed really well. All right, that's so. that's all I need. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, best costume design was the Little Women. Yes. Which we were generally happy about. So happy. I think they did such a good job with the costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, between having to make, like, just all of the women are so different, and they portray that in their costumes yeah. while also keeping it very realistic to, like, the yeah. era. Like, I just... It was so good. Like, Joe... Obviously, it was a woman, and you saw her wear dresses, but they added, like, like the um, vests on it and, mm-hmm. like, made it a little more masculine and just, I don't know, I was very happy that one. Yeah. I feel like in period pieces, a lot of times people can end up looking the same just because we're so unfamiliar with the fashion. Right. But then, like, for them to have all these different characters and then all have them be white women and then mm-hmm. still make them dress differently so yeah. you can tell them each apart yeah. is good. Joker getting nominated. Um, bad choice, Opie. Like, yeah. Just because so much of that movie is corduroy sweaters, mm-hmm. and we don't have a main cast. Yeah. We just have Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. that girl that he dates for, like, two seconds, right. who just wears sweaters. Yeah. His mother, I'm, whose outfit is so unmemorable that I don't mm-hmm. remember at all, and then, like, for whatever reason, young nine-year-old Bruce Wayne is wearing, like, a four-piece suit. Of course. Like, I get to convey to the audience that he's wealthy. Right. But he's still a nine-year-old. And I right. feel like 19-year-olds in the 1970s yeah. didn't dress like that. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if that one, I would have... I wouldn't have said. It's literally jean jackets jean and jackets. shorts and, like... Uh, Jojo Rabbit, I was saying earlier, they use a lot more color in mm-hmm. their outfit design than most yeah. World War II movies try to do. Like, compare that to 1917. Mm-hmm. And I get that they're restricted because they're war movies right. and they have to wear, like, military uniforms and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but... Jojo Rabbit has the advantage of taking place not in an active battlefield, but in just, mm-hmm. like, a town. Yeah. So, like, um, his mom wears these, like, red shoes, and mm-hmm. then, like, a whole point of the cinematography is pointing out her red shoes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, bright dresses, bright red lipstick. Red is, like, a, a common color in mm-hmm. there like that. So just using that for costumes instead of having everyone in, like, you know, gray, one-piece body suits, stuff like that. Right. And then lastly was the Irishman, and I don't, it's suits and mafia and nothing new. Yeah. So I was, I was glad Little Woman won. I thought that was very well deserved. For the record, I, Joker and the Irishman getting nominated for having two movies where the men, it's on almost an all male cast and they're Mm -hmm. all wearing like suits. I don't understand that, that there's no creativity in that Mm -hmm. at all. Like, and it's so funny, like looking at it, like. They're all dressed the same. <laughs> yeah. And then you also have, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is male. Yeah. And then, I mean, Jojo Rabbit, um, I didn't see that, but I'm assuming the main characters were the Hitler figure and the little boy and yeah. his friend. There, there is a girl in that. The girl, the Jewish girl in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. So I give it for that one. 
but like she does have a pretty cool costume too. The the Jewish girl because she wears like suspenders and mm-hmm. these like raggedy corduroy pants. Like, yeah, it it looks nice. I'm not saying it's creative, but mm-hmm. it does look cool. Yeah, but yeah, the Irishman once upon a time in Hollywood and, and Joker that was up for costume design, like for the yeah. Oscars. Like you guys can have found a, a better movie. Any movie where they did not wear. <laughs> like these are essentially these are four choices of some sort of uniform, mm-hmm. and then one that's like a costume. Yeah, which doesn't seem much of a comparison. Like I feel like Little Women was set up to win that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to look at other outfits, but it's just uh, Florence Pugh got nominated for supporting role. That mm-hmm. was good. I'm a big fan of her. She's getting up there um, after Midsummer. I think she kind of skyrocketed. I, she's in... She's coming, I believe. She's going to be in the um, Black Widow movie. Oh, she is, I think. Yeah, I was really excited because that's a very that's a really, different role. A role. Yeah. She's a phenomenal actress. Oh, like She really is. Her in Midsummer, especially for that being her breakout role. Yeah. Like, uh, I felt a lot for her in that movie. I could do a whole episode on just Midsummer alone. Yeah, she's the reason I started watching it. Yeah, I saw Little Women first, and I fell in love with her. And then I knew, I then put the pieces together that she was in Midsummer, and that's why I watched it. And like, I am just a hoe for her. I love her. Sarshi Ronan too. Is that, if I'm even saying that name right, uh, there was an interview. Sarshi, yeah, I think it's Sarshi. Sarshi, which is what wild. Scarlett Johansson being nominated for both Best Supporting Actress mm-hmm. and Best Actress is a horrible thing to happen. I feel like if you're act for acting, mm-hmm. it's different in other categories. I feel like like Bong Joon Ho winning Best Movie, yeah. Best Director, I can understand because it's two different mm-hmm. jobs, right? Yeah. But I feel like when it comes to acting, mm-hmm. you shouldn't overlap. Like you shouldn't have yeah the same actor in multiple categories. You know what I mean? That is kind of crazy. And I know they're two different movies. Like obviously yeah. it wasn't, but just that it was her. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because I feel like this is attesting to Scarlett Johansson's skill. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're already attesting it once in Marriage Story, saying she did a good job as the lead, then pick somebody else in a different movie. Mm-hmm. Like the little girl that was in Jojo Rabbit, for example, right. who also did very well. Or yeah. even someone like Rebel Wilson, who was also in Jojo Rabbit mm-hmm. and also did a really good job, who could have been up, up for Best Supporting yeah, actress that didn't have anything instead of being like, well, we're going to acknowledge twice mm-hmm. that Sarshi Ronan. I'm sorry, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna restate that so we can cut that out. Instead of we're gonna state twice that Scarlett Johansson indeed is a good actress. Mm-hmm. And like that, that's what I feel is unfair. You know what I mean? Yeah, like obviously she would be up for Best Actress for Marriage Story because it's her and Adam Driver. Like mm-hmm. they're the main people. But like you said, Best Supporting. There was other characters that could have been for Jojo mm-hmm. Rabbit. Um, and I guess that's just not... Well, even other, other movies. Yeah. Because I don't know... If, I don't think Jojo Rabbit got a Best Supporting Actor nominee. But mm-hmm. a Best Actor nominee. It was only Best Supporting Actress. Well, you gotta pick, I think, which one did you think Scarlett Johansson did a better role in. Mm-hmm. And I do think it might have been Marriage Story. Just because she is putting on an accent in Jojo Rabbit that kind of takes away from the performance that she's doing like mm-hmm. a German accent and you're like that's not your voice Scarlett I can tell it's not your voice because yeah. you're not putting on a very good accent mm-hmm. just, but Marriage Story was nothing new it was just a, a mom going through a divorce which is like not, 90% of movies right and she didn't and I mean she did a good job but it wasn't anything where it was like 
and obviously I'm a 22 year old so I don't yeah you know no divorce but like I didn't feel for it like yes like this is groundbreaking the inside of the head of a woman going through divorce mm-hmm. it was like yes I have seen movies that have done this I have seen my life I've seen my parents go through this like I yeah it just was nothing new I don't know and the same Florence Pugh nominating her for Midsummer. why I would have understood more mm-hmm I know it's a horror movie. It's mm-hmm. not going to get nominated. Right. But that wasn't a performance. Mm-hmm. I, I very rarely see movies where acting stands out to me. I mm-hmm. feel like other things are more yeah in tune to that. Like, mm-hmm. as an example, I watched Winchester, which is an awful mm-hmm. movie. And Helen Mirren is in that movie. Yeah. And it took me the entire runtime of the movie to be like, hey, that old lady's really good. <laughs> And then I, like, Googled it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. She's an Oscar-winning actress. Yeah. And she couldn't save it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's doing the best she can. But right. if you're working with a, a bad script... There's only so much. You can only do so much. And it's the same thing, I feel like, in reverse, that if you have a really good script and a poor actor, the script will save it, mm-hmm. but not vice versa. Yeah. Like, squares and rectangles kind of thing. Right. Like, I feel like acting doesn't add much to the movie, especially mm-hmm. if you have, like... Like, if you have shitty actors and, like, a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I'm not going to care. It's more action. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, you can have... The acting doesn't need to be strong. Mm-hmm. If you had to... If you try to pull off a movie more like Hereditary, though, right. and you don't have very strong actors, then it'll be more noticeable. Yeah. But I feel like acting doesn't make or break a movie as much as, like, cinematography and script mm-hmm. and sound control and even lighting. Yeah. Like, the Grudge remake that I saw recently had mm-hmm. some of the worst lighting I've ever seen in a movie, and it had such a bad effect on the you know yeah watching it just because it made all the characters look so much older and mm-hmm. like grimier and I guess that's kind of the horror movie you might yeah. want that but I'm also like bruh like one of the actors was like a good looking actor like I couldn't mm-hmm. tell that he was an attractive actor but the lighting made him look so bad yeah and especially with the genre depending on like what you're watching mm-hmm. is gonna have a lot to do with like what should stand out yeah um in a movie. But I also want to mention the actress in a leading role, Charlize Theron, was up for Bombshell, and I was really surprised she didn't win. Yeah. Cause I did not watch Bombshell. Was Bombshell good? Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. I was, like, vaguely familiar with what it was based on. What, is it's, this that... What's what's Bomb? I forgot it. It's the... I think Zena? Um, oh, the, the Me Too movie. Yeah, it's how it started. Um, I don't right. I'm going to butcher this because it's all, like... That was the problem with me. True. <laughs> trying to watch that is because three white women. news. Three blonde white women are the lead for that movie, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean. All three of them look exactly the same. It is literally impossible. Yeah. To tell them apart, the fact that they got Charlize Theron and Margot Robbie to be in this movie was a bad idea. Like they look. Yeah. I mean, almost exactly the, two, the same. Um, Charlize Theron and. What's her name? She was in... Oh my goodness, I can't remember. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, oh. The two of them had, like... I mean, the makeup was phenomenal to look mm-hmm. like the real women in real life. Yeah, she really does look like Megan Kelly. Yes, like, and so the two of them... And I know um, Margot Robbie was, like, a new character that had nothing to do with the real story. They mm-hmm. just, like, added her in to, like, make the story like go. Like, audience... Uh, insert basically. Yeah. So she was like the reason. She was like the last straw type thing. Um, but I believe she wasn't based off anyone specifically real. But um, the other two, like the makeup was phenomenal for it. Like they, mm-hmm. you have side by sides and it looks like them. Um, but in case you don't know what it's, the movie's about, it's about the Fox News founder 
um, and the sexual harassment lawsuits and kind of everything that came after that. Um, I think I might totally be wrong. I think, like you said, that was the start of the Me Too movement. I think so. Or I mean, I guess like it was the Harvey. Uh, what uh, Ro- what was his name? Roger Ailes. Yeah, like, he, it's his yeah. downfall. Yeah, which is what would spiral into the Harvey Weinstein stuff. That he was would, first, right? He was first, then Harvey okay. Weinstein, and then everybody else yeah. that would be taken down by this whole thing. Yeah. Um, movies like this, I feel like who who made this movie? Do you know what production company? She was a producer. Good for her. Um, Denver and Delilah. See, I've never heard of them. Never. But they don't know. I'm, I'm going to say it already. They don't know how to advertise their movies for shit. Just because, like, yeah. I've known... I saw, I think, one trailer for this movie in the total of 2019. Laika is similar, because, you, you know, the stop-motion animation people? <laughs> what what else have they made? Um, so up there with Bombshell, they've also made The Addams Family. <laughs> <laughs> the Addams Family 2 coming out in 2021. Oh, my God. They're getting... that. Did anyone even like that movie? Apparently enough to have a sequel. Uh... They also made Atomic Blonde. Which had Shalise Throne, okay. Um, Bombshell. Dark Places, I think that also had Shalise Throne. Shalise Throne just really likes this. Young Adults also, <laughs> Okay, so. And a movie called Gringo, which I, I, I appreciate that. I feel like I've heard of that. It's a, oh, it's a comedy. With also Shalise Throne. is here. Does she own this company? Does she, alert, does she, she also produced it. Maybe she's part Maybe of this. Maybe she's part of this company. Yeah, she founded it. She founded it? That's why. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie's there. I missed that. It's the first line. It's founded by her. Um, so that's fun. Totally got off tangent there. But it was it was good. I mean, it got, like, decent ratings. It wasn't, like, a flop. I mean, it was up for, obviously, some Oscars. 70% on Rotten Tomato. Um, tomato? Just one? Hmm? One Rotten Tomato? Tomatoes, yes. <laughs> one Rotten Tomato. Um, so it wasn't bad. I mean, I thought it was good, and the acting was good. I mean, they're all good actresses. I mean, it yeah. wasn't again like a it's, it's blow all in, my mind movie. It's all in advertising, I think, because mm-hmm. for the for the Golden Globes, the Missing Link won best yeah. animated picture, which I did not see. Mm-hmm. But that's because Leica doesn't know how to an, how to advertise their films. Yeah, they made great movies. Like they made Coraline, mm-hmm. they made Kubo, they made. Paranorman, all excellent movies that I cherish and really like. Yeah. But they did not know how to advertise those movies. I think they dealt all their funds into fucking Coraline. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they were like, we don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we talk about everything? I think we hit all of them that matter. I mean, they all matter. Everything's important. Everything matters. But award seasons, I feel like, are losing their importance. I agree. Because um, I think Meryl Streep pointed it out that so many of the people who decide this that are on the academy list even the people who are in who are working in places like rotten tomatoes a big mm-hmm. uh chunk of them i think more than 70 percent are like men with film degrees mm-hmm. not to shade on men but <laughs> i think gender race things like that mm-hmm. does have a disparity on how you view films definitely like, joker would not have been nominated if they had an all-female Mm-hmm. Coalition deciding right. what movies would get nominated. You right. know what I mean. The same thing goes for Green Book. If you had more than probably two black people in that room, I mm-hmm. think they would have been like, um, "No, yeah, what the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Like, 
more movie, and if you had more Latina people in the room, more Hispanics, you would have to have more Spanish movies, more Asian people, maybe you would have tapped into the Asian market a little yeah. bit more instead of making that Golden Globes mistake and putting uh, The Farewell under best foreign language movie, even though, <laughs> yeah, I know it's a foreign language, but yeah, it's an American movie, half mm-hmm. of it's in English. Yeah. Not uh, not putting it under the just normal best film category mm-hmm. was really racist. Yeah. It's the recognition, and like, I say this, I still think audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes are useless. Yeah. But that, that's just because I don't think the problem is having a film degree or loving mm-hmm. film or something like that and looking up. I just think it's that women and people of color aren't allowed at the table. Right. So like, yes, people are stupid and <laughs> big generalized statement. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, people enjoy a movie like Joker because it's about the Joker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if it were a movie about just some guy that took place in New York City, if it was, like, the exact same movie but it was not a DC film, I don't think it would have gotten the same traction that it did. Mm-hmm. Like, people really like Suicide Squad and the Avengers and stuff because they're big, bright, shiny, mm-hmm. entertaining things. But if you had people, like, more, like, women in the room, more people of color, and I'm rambling, whatever, more people like that who would be able to share an opinion, then you'd have more of an array of movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I said we've been going on a decline since Oscars So White, is because it's more of a frustration that the same kind of movies are the ones getting toted as, like, this is the best of the best of mm-hmm. the year, and it's, like, not reflecting what everybody likes, and it's leaving out entire genres. We talk about horror for a second, about, yeah. you know, horror movies never get any kind of recognition. That's why, like, the whole thriller subgenre mm-hmm. gets touted whenever mm-hmm. as soon as like um, award season comes around like Get Out was advertised as a horror movie but as soon as award season was around they were like it's a thriller now Yeah. the same thing happened with like Black Swan and mm-hmm. um, Silence of the Lambs the guy who made Silence of the Lambs really did not want to call it a horror movie mm-hmm. like it wasn't a horror it's not horror but it, like yeah. it, 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 it gets mm-hmm. when people want to talk about positive horror movies they always mention Silence of the Lambs but if you want to talk about Award-winning films, mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs never gets mentioned as yeah. a horror film. Rosemary's Baby, I think, mm-hmm. is like what it's one of the. There, are, do you know how many horror films have won Oscars in the past for the entire time the Oscars have been around? Like, just take a guess. Maybe like ten, fifteen. It's six. <laughs> six movies have been nominated. That's insane. So, and Jaws is included as one of those. And I don't, I don't count Jaws as a horror movie. No. Good movie, but no. I don't know what kind of movie Jaws is. It created its own genre, kind of, of like the scary animal monster movie kind of thing. Thriller drama? Thriller drama. I think it was, if I'm drama. remembering correctly, uh, it was Jaws, The Exorcist, mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs, Rosemary's Baby, Get Out mm-hmm. and Black Swan, if you want to count. And some of these are very... You're being very generous if you want to count them as horror movies. It's like psychological thrillers that starts to get into, yes. which I love, but, like, I don't I don't see those as, like, horror movies. Like, It mm-hmm. is a horror movie. It's about a killer clown. But, like, mm-hmm. Black Swan and Get Out go way more into the psychological part of it where I just don't feel like it's a horror. Yeah. If it's, what, if it's horror because it scares you then sure it's horror mm-hmm. but like it, it is not traditional yeah 
horror. The two that I would be like, yes, those are horror movies, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. It's Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist, yes. which have gone on as like iconic, yeah, legendary, right, staples of horror. The Exorcist is spooky as hell. <laughs> like that's a, that's a scary movie. Yeah. And, and finding out that though made me be like thinking about the movies that did not get nominated at all. Mm-hmm. Psycho was yeah. never nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to look up who was nominated, who got who got Best Picture that year. Um, yeah, it was a movie I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. Which says more, I think, about um, you know, Psycho one. Yeah. That also means um, The Shining didn't get a single nomination. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein, any like iconic horror movie you can think of. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. But those uh, are the ones we remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they they've gone on. Like it, it's hard to say. Like you know, feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like oh, these movies that went on to make lots of money mm-hmm. and remain in like cultural osmosis. Like no one cares that Halloween never won an Oscar because Halloween is obviously a really good movie yeah. that everybody likes and people want to dress up in the mask for Halloween and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it if it's if it's like a good movie it'll live on after that. Mm-hmm. But like it just still in the moment, I guess, that yeah. you're gonna be like, I don't wanna wait another thirty years to see if I've made something mm-hmm. that sticks. Like maybe I right. just wanna be given a nice shiny little statue that says yeah. you made a, a good movie. Yeah. And it's weird that you have to be like you make like either a drama or a historical biopic and then you'll get, you know, uh, an Oscar for it. And I think that's like why a lot of horror movies now are like just shot like dramas. Mm-hmm. And it's losing a lot of yeah. what makes film so, you know, special mm-hmm. as a medium. And I think people care less and less as time goes on because they're like, well, they're just going to pick another war movie and another drama to to get on there when I really like this movie and that movie and this movie. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing, especially with independent movies now. Yeah. Like, we're finding movies on Amazon Prime and, like, things like that that, you know, haven't been nominated, haven't even been thought about in the Oscars, like um, Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that, but it was really good uh, with Shia LaBeouf. And, like, <laughs> he's... I yes. But he can do jiu-jitsu. That was, was, that was everything. <laughs> but I just feel like like that had no nod. Like, that was a really good movie. Yeah. And there are just these, like, independent, smaller films. Like, I know the Spirit Awards kind of go towards that. Like, Booksmart won, which I was really glad. But, like, the Oscars and the Golden Globes just don't recognize that because mm-hmm. it's not, like, mainstream. And that just sucks. And I feel like that's why, especially our generation, the younger generation, um, kind of just doesn't care as much about the Oscars. Like, yeah. this used to be, like you said, a big thing. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh. And now... I know the viewership went down for the Oscars this year. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... Like, it's getting less and less. People just are not caring as much. And, like you said, maybe it's because there's less representation. Or it's just very predictable now. Like, like you said, it's going to be a war movie. It's going to be, like, white guys in struggle. Like, it's going <laughs> to be white guys risking their life. It's going to be... White women gets divorced. Right. But now, you know, this year it was great. They gave us Parasite, and that one... But, like, I just I don't have hope for next year. I feel like yeah. I'm just going to go back to... Because in the five years, we had, like, Moonlight and Parasite. And then everything else, I'm like, okay. I feel like also for every Parasite that wins, there is another 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that gets nominated. And then yes. we have to go through the fear every single year mm-hmm. of like, oh my god, uh, my, my sister's friend, she calls Quentin Tarantino Gumby, mm-hmm. so I'm going to call him Gumby. Like, if Gumby wins, I'm going to kill myself. Like, mm-hmm. just like, I watch it because I love movies. And I yeah. feel like it's something that you have to do if, you, if you're like, I love movies, I love film. Right. But it is frustrating mm-hmm. to have to like beg every single year to be like, I swear it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Can it please have a chance at your right. at your little stage that yeah. to let everyone know that it's a really good movie? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I feel like they're going to be on this downward spiral if they don't start being like, we have to stop watching the movies by the same six people. Yes, like it's, it's Quentin Tarantino every single year. Yeah, he's back. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, every single one can't be good. Like, right. And it's gotta say something. If he just like produces these movies once a year, every single year, like what kind of quality and what kind of like, just it's not different. It's mm-hmm. not innovative. It's just the same things. He's trying to get something to put on the Oscars and get an award for. And yeah. It's just like I, we just don't care as much. Yeah. They scramble. Mm-hmm. Like beautiful ghosts from Cats was nominated for mm-hmm. best song, and I feel like that song was written to be a best musical score kind of yeah. song. Like, they were like, no, we're not going to make money, but if we make a good song. And the same thing goes for Into the Unknown, mm-hmm. just because it's like, you know, oh, wow, it's it's like Let It Go, and it's right. catchy, so let's, it'll let's win. do it again. Let's just do it twice. And yeah. I'm like, stop. Yeah. And so the Elton John song, like, I understand that was kind of a, you know, um, he wrote it, which was 10 out, like, I'm glad he had a part in that, and it kind of gave a glimpse into his life, so, mm-hmm. like, I was happy that one, but, like, that's not the case all the time. Yeah. Like, this year we had hits and misses. We also had some, like, shining stars. Like, this was the year of Parasite. Yeah. We had the year of Moonlight. And then last year, like, I can't even remember one where I was like, yes, that one. And I was, like, proud and happy. Yeah. Even last year, I feel like 2018 was a weird year for film, I feel like, because it, it seemed like everything was... Everyone was more excited about what was going mm-hmm. to come. Like the 2019 movie scene was going to be good. So yeah. 2018 felt really stagnant. Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember most of the winners. I don't think there was a single winner that I was like, hell yeah. Exactly. That's who I wanted to win. I, I, I remember Green Book won Best Picture. Everyone was upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember because Black Klansman, I think, was the, yeah. the header for that everyone thought was going to win. And I think Spike Lee was like, I lost twice to Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, ouchie. Oh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was the one. Mm-hmm. There was one. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won- winning best um, best animated feature was, uh, it cured my depression. It <laughs> watered uh, my soul. I was reborn. Just a movie like that being so unique, winning mm-hmm. against so many Disney movies that year yeah. was was a really great thing. Um, I don't remember any other winners. No. Uh, Regina King supporting If Bill Street Could Talk. Spider-Man. Spider-Man won animated. Uh, Roma won for cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, costume design. Oh, Black Panther. Black Panther got one win. Roma, Roma won a lot of. Alfonso won, yeah. Um, Documentary. Where's the best picture? It was, it was Green Book. What were the other ones though? Um, That's what I was curious. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, best picture right there under music. Um, yeah, Black Klansman, Vice, A Star Is Born, Roma, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody, 
Black Panther and Green Book. Um, I remember Black Klansman was the favorite, like the mm-hmm. the darling to win yeah. that year. Um, I think people were really surprised that it yeah it didn't win. Um, I am surprised looking at this list that the nominees for Best Picture are always so much longer <laughs> than the nominees for every other category. I know. Like, it's like seven movies, whereas the other categories, it's like four mm-hmm. or five at the most. These don't really matter. These don't matter. They're fun. They're interesting. I like to watch it. I like... And also, like, you know, yeah. the people and the fashion. And this year they didn't do a host, and that was different. They just had a lot of people come up and do stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that was cool. But they're... They're, I, they're elitist. And yeah. And I feel like they're getting phased out. Yes, I mm-hmm. definitely agree. I feel like the coming years, it's just going to be less and less. I'm not going to care that I missed it. Yeah. I Like, this year I, it started, and then I was like, I kind of want Taco Bell, so I missed the first <laughs> half an hour, and I didn't... I used to be like, oh no, I have to like, st- I have to sit here and watch them make popcorn into the whole nines. But like, I just start to care less yeah. and less, and I feel like a lot of people are feeling that way. I um, think it's kind of ironic, to be honest, with Parasite winning and that being a class warfare movie mm-hmm. about how we need to stab the rich in the back because they don't give two shits about us. Right. Then awarding that, like Bong <laughs> Joon came out and said, "You guys suck." Yeah. Uh, Learn how to read, and mm-hmm. then the Academy went. Yes, King, and then gave him four awards. That's yeah. them being like, we are obsolete. I think they know. Mm-hmm. And it's either, are they willing to change, or are they going to let Parasite be the last important movie I'm that curious. ever wins yeah. the Oscar? That they're just going to be like, yes, we are going to need to step down the stage for whatever other award ceremony rises in our from our ashes. <laughs> I'm curious if like they picked it because they genuinely thought it was a good movie, or if they did it to like please us. Because like obviously... They see, like, Twitter and how everyone gets angry on social media and, like, the actors and everyone, like, talks, like, Oscar So White came mm-hmm. out and they need to, like, fix that immediately. And then they did the next year and they kind of see this. Because I mean, heart scandal, too. Yeah, like, all of that. And, I mean, it's an amazing movie and, like, it deserved to win. But I'm curious, like, if they really did think so or if they, like, just kind of did it for us. And we'll never know. We will never I'm glad it won, and I'm proud of that movie. It was an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. And to the fact that it won Best Picture and Best International, like, that's come that's, on. Someone pointed out rich people like Parasite. Mm-hmm. Like, Obama likes Parasite. Chrissy mm-hmm. Teigen likes Parasite. So many people like Parasite. And now it's the people are being like, is the problem that Parasite is not blunt enough? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not forward enough about its message, which I don't think it's the case. I, I think it's that uh, Parasite... Rich people know that they're like that, mm-hmm. and they don't care. Yeah. Let me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Good night.